0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Knowledge Booth podcast. Today, we will be talking about the foundations of your business. Now, being a digital agency, we will focus mainly on the digital stuff. Today, you'll be joined by Ross Meadows, Tony Bentle, and myself, David Black. Good afternoon, gentlemen. G'day. How you going? Beautiful. So, yeah, as I said, we'll be discussing the foundations of business, mainly digital. Uh, But, you know, before we get to that point, I think we should probably start at the start of a business so do we want to talk about um, I guess you know a business name or you know what do we do when we're, we want to start a business?
1: I'll talk you through um, probably the way that I would look at it. Um, it might be a little bit all over the place but in a sense uh, how I would probably attack it um, just knowing what I know today but the first thing that I would obviously do is, um, is look for the business name. Yeah. You know. Uh, your business name and your domain name are probably hand in hand these days which is pretty sad but um, you know the the first thing is checking that your business name is available because it is like a personalized plate there's only one person that can really own it yeah now you can do variations around it um, you know but in saying that you've got to be careful if you're you're trying to build a very big brand that that could backfire potentially on you and at a later date it could also hinder trademarks and copy copywriting and things yeah. like that so you know there, there can be some uh, some consequences to a uh, you know oh that's nice and easy let's just run with that yeah kind yeah. of attitude which um unfortunately we do see occasionally yeah. It's, yeah. it's not it's actually not that common but i've seen a few pretty bad ones um like, that have resulted in full rebrands.
0: Yeah, because I, I guess ultimately, you know, if you want to start a business out, you should have the mindset of, okay, I'm, I want to take this thing for the next 10 years, I suppose. You know, exactly I don't right. just have a one-year mindset.
2: Yeah. We want to succeed. So I think – You also know. you also want protection. You don't want that that letter in three years' time of cease and desist using that name because yeah. Yeah. someone's got a trademark on it. So it's yeah. certainly, certainly
1: worth actually, I, I actually had a bit of a wake-up call probably – MediaBoost, somewhere around six years old now, probably about halfway through. Where, funnily enough, I was approached by a person that I knew, um, saying that they wanted to start a company named the same, the same oh, thing. Oh, yep. And I'm like, mate, you. You just flat out can't do that. Yeah. You know, that's that's going to be problematic. And, uh, you know, he persisted that he was going to do it. And anyway, so at that stage I started looking into trademarks and that sort of stuff. So I was yeah. on the back foot straight away, which was bad because a trademark, as some of you may know, take can take up to about a year. Yeah. Um, I think at, at the standard length is nine months <laughs> with no um, people objecting it. Yeah. So, you know y- – it's, it's not like you can just click your fingers, get a trademark and protect yourself. No, definitely. So, um, you know, I actually then, um, uh, yeah, basically got a trademark underway. It went uncontested, which was great. I got it through. Um, that person had actually, I think, potentially tried to start and, and sort of given up, uh, which was good, but it was, for me, it was a bit of a, a red flag. And, yeah. and from there, I've... I've looked at this stuff in a, in a whole new light, and you know I've used a few companies in that space. One being Legal Vision, um, another one which is probably my favourite these days is um, a guy named Zach from Redshift Lawyers in yeah. Brisbane. Uh, that guy's amazing. You know, when it comes to trademarks, copyrights, you know, privacy policies, all that yeah. sort of stuff, he's fantastic. And we'll talk a bit more about that, and, and hopefully, actually get Zach on as a special guest soon. Um, but yeah, it, it is something that. Yeah. If I did my if I had my time again I would have you know even the cash flow and all these you know wonderful things hinder you from doing lots of things but mm. that would have been one of my big focuses is probably you know getting the business name right getting the domain names right Getting the trademark right, and then yeah. looking at everything else a bit a bit later on.
2: Yeah, so. the thing for me, I think, is at least getting that checklist there. You may not trademark yep. your business for twelve months, two yeah, years, yeah. whatever, but if it's if, if you don't know about it, you don't know about it. So at yep. least if it's on your on your radar, you can at least plan for it and go from there.
1: The other thing I was surprised by too with a trademark was you know you would think they're actually quite expensive. I think for what they are and the amount of work that goes into them, I think they're actually pretty cheap. Mm. You know, you're you circa $1,000 for a sort of st- standard trademark. Mm. Yeah, um, which – It depends on categories, the amount of categories you're in and stuff like that. So there is a definitely a little uh, asterisk scale. there. But, <laughs> um, you know, like, for example, MediaBoost trademark is in a lot of categories. It, it's yeah. in a lot of categories that cover – Everything in digital. And, you know, for us, yeah, I don't think it was much more than that, maybe a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks. So, you know, as much as it's, um, I think it was a fifty percent deposit, and then there was potentially progress payments along the way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it doesn't mean you've got to have that money instantly. So that that's something that could be beneficial to you and something to use to your advantage for cash flow. So after pay for trademarks, God help us all.
2: Well. <laughs> 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 I have met probably <laughs> has businesses. probably exists actually. <laughs> 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 if not, it will soon. I have met quite a few businesses that have. Um, have, have wished that they had you know they're in yeah. trouble because they haven't done it mm. um i've never met anybody who's regretted doing it so it's yeah and learning.
0: ultimately i can understand why it's not at the forefront of people's minds when mm. they're starting up ultimately they just sort of want to get get out there and get going and start making some money um but i think you know ultimately business name and domain name are important mm. you yep. know they're going to follow you wherever you go and if you do need to rebrand and start a new website and, and start a new domain name like that's just starting the conversation with google all over again you mm. know if you've if you built five, eight, ten years of of trust and authority in Google, I don't
1: think I could do it again.
0: Yeah, no, you got <laughs> to hit think that. I
1: got it left in me. <laughs> you got to hit that reset
0: button. Like it's it's going to be you know it's going to be hard, definitely, and you're going to definitely notice yeah. a, you know a drop off in traffic and and potential leads, definitely.
1: Yeah, and, and I think, you know, uh, off the back of this podcast, we'll actually add to the uh, Media Booth website, so mediabooth.com.au forward slash knowledge. We we'll actually put a checklist of all this stuff that we've um, we've come up with. I'm, I'm sure there might be more that you could easily yeah, add to this, but uh, I've sort of jotted down the main things that I could think of starting from and, and, and us guys have sort of collaborated on what we all believe is the right things and um, – yeah, you can take that as a as a starting foundation to to build or grow your business. So, and a lot of this stuff too. Keep in mind, you know, even if your business is existing, you know, it, it doesn't mean it's too late. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. You know, it's too late when you're in a courtroom. As far as I'm concerned, with a <laughs> yeah, you know, or, or a cease and desist letter, you know, mm-hmm. that's yeah. when it's getting too late. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it's never too late to to do something that you know. Isn't a problem yet, and you're probably in a better financial position to do it. So definitely, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get a little checklist up on there, and um, people can download that for free, obviously, and uh, go from there.
0: All right, so we've got a we've got a name, we've got a domain name. What's what's next? What what are we um,
1: gonna focus on? So business name, which obviously floats in with uh, with ASIC. Uh, the next one is Australian Business Register. So your actual company structure. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, whether you're a, um, a partnership, uh, you know, you're a sole trader, you're an incorporated company um I'm a I'm a not not a big fan of uh, partnerships or sole traders they do leave you particularly sole traders um, I'm no expert in this but um, sole traders do leave you in a bit of a vulnerable position yeah. from a personal asset side sort of things so spending the money uh, to get a proper company structure done and a proper proprietary limited is 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 a definite you know and it's it's probably one of the first things that you do
0: yeah and I, I honestly don't think anyone would argue that point as to you know start as a sole it's the cheapest way to start sure mm. like ultimately when you register as a sole trader but you should be looking at that
1: upgrade yeah in the immediate a, a sole trader that. is a great way to get an ABN in instantly yeah mm. and then it just gets forgotten about definitely um the other thing that you can think of there is you know then you you start to look at do we register for GST um you know Obviously, there's obligations there. Obviously, there is a tax-free uh, threshold that you that doesn't sort of apply there. But, um, yeah, we'll get Andy from um, Binary Financial Group in. He's our, um, our group uh, accountant and bookkeeper. Um, and he can answer, obviously, all the questions around company structures and what's good, what's not, rough costs, all that sort of thing. I think it's definitely a grey
0: area for a lot of businesses where they don't Necessarily know
1: at least enough Mm. to get
0: to start off. Like I know start ups and small business, they look
2: at they look at companies and and you know, I think it's sort of like it might come across as really complicated to do, but it's not. And the plus side of it when you're dealing with clients. They're going to take you so much more serious when you're a company, yeah. rather than uh, say you know just a sole trader. Um, mm. And it's 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 bugger all to set it up. Really, I yeah. think what fifteen hundred dollars or something you can have a company set up by. And that long since
1: it? I've done one, I couldn't tell yeah, you. But so yeah, no, yeah, I'm sure Andy would be it's able to guide. It's not thousands. Us on a lot of those, and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when you look
2: yeah. at when you look at you know everything structured behind. Talk to your accountant for sure, but it's definitely definitely my recommendation. Absolutely.
1: Next section um, for me, as I sort of touched on just before, would be around that trademark sort of copyright area, um, you know. And we're going to assume that you've got a bit of funding to start this business, yeah, I guess, yeah. with this podcast today. And you know, mix and mash, cut and cut and shut whatever you want out of this. Yeah. But um, the next step for me would be around the trademark areas and talking to someone like Zach. Um, you know, th- there's lots of little things that you can, that I'm learning from him that you can do to better protect your brand even before you've gone for trademarks and copyrights and things like that. So, you know, the, the registered symbols and things like that. So, um, it's definitely good to read into that sort of stuff. Um, you know, start talking to someone like Zach and from there, you know, when you're ready and when you can afford it, you do it. Mm. Um, off the back of the trademark side of things is, you know, privacy policies and terms and conditions or terms of use for websites and, and things like that. There's a lot around that sort of stuff as well. It can be terms and conditions for, you know, your proposals, for your, you know, for actually doing work with someone else or someone, you know, This some, for example, with Media Birth, you know, every new client that comes on, reads our terms and, terms and conditions and agrees to those, mm-hmm. you know, so – they are an important part of business and, um, mm. you know, potentially stop any, um, you know, litigation in the, in the future potentially. So, look, they're a great way for protection and I think they're a, um, a must-have. Mm.
2: As long as – as well as, you know, winning work, you know, there's always yeah. the protection side of it but it's – I always look at the, you know, what can you do? You're going up against competition with tenders and contracts and, you know, whatever. So the more – Professional, you look and come across. The yeah. more likely you are to be taken serious and, mm. and win more work. So, yeah,
0: that yeah. sort of like first impression, second impression, 100%. third impression. The more that they sort of keep looking at your business and seeing how legitimate it is. Like yeah. I, I know in a lot of industries, even banks.
2: You know, go for a go for a business loan. Be be one or two years in whatever else. If you're still a sole trader without any of this, the banks, you know, they're going to look mm. at you and go, yeah. hey, "Who is this guy?" So, yeah. um, it's it's yeah, it's only a it's only a plus for me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the next step for me would be uh starting to look at branding, the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've got there, got through yeah. all the boring stuff. Yeah. Sorry to all the pain, All the painful stuff. <laughs> I'm sure it's exciting for some people. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but
0: now we get to our area of expertise.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Zach and Andy. Apologising in advance for this one. Um But yeah, the uh the branding side of things. And this is really where, you know, for me it excites me because You see something create or come to life from nothing yeah. and, you know, you've got this idea in your head or, you know, however it's sketched out on a napkin or whatever it may be, you know, when you start to see, you know, a logo transform into a logo, you know, revision number 493 or, you know, revision one. Uh, that's exciting to me, um, which then obviously leads you into things like websites and, you know, getting profiles set up on, you know, Google and, you know, looking at the basics of SEO and things like that. There's yeah. so many components in the, the branding banner, if you will. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure you guys can elaborate on a lot more. But, yeah, yeah that, that's where it gets exciting for me is starting to see your brand. Yeah, come a brand.
0: and I mean the I guess just the small changes that like a logo might seem like oh everyone needs it you know but when you sort of see a concept from a customer, you know, a client come in and their startup business and they, you know, we design a logo for them and then you see that logo on a, on a construction site for their fit outs. Mm. And you know, you think, you start to think, okay, now it's starting to sh- take shape. Yeah. Their, their idea is no longer an idea. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's, it's cool to sort of see and the perception of how much more professional that guy now looks cause he doesn't have a generic, Placeholder sign. It's it's got his name yeah. on it. They start to get shirts, hats, business cards. You know, it's yeah. um goes. It definitely goes a long way. Tony, what would you say? Um, you know, for so we, we've got all the boring stuff out of the way. We're now down to logo branding design. You know, where am I starting in the digital
2: scape? I think the thing is for me with with the branding, like, and I totally get it. And it's it's you know, it's like helping or holding somebody's newborn baby. Do you yeah. know? But by the same token, I've also seen businesses that have held off and have been dwelling over a name or a colour. Or I guess with this what I'm saying is that – you're not going to get stuck with like most businesses by the time they're four or five years in have had at least one or two updates in their logo. So yeah, yeah. what I'm saying is don't don't sit there every night pondering should you use the the blue or the medium blue in your logo. It's just not that deep. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. And if you look at the the big big companies, you know, most of them have had some kind of update or whatever to logos and yeah, things. So, right. you know, you get on with it. Choose something, branding the name Don't, don't try to overcomplicate. I've seen a lot of businesses come to me and, you know, like they've, like they've won the lotto with this name that they've created thinking that's going to be the next best thing. And that's great. Have good vision. But, but, you know, I've had to ask them 10 times what their business name was because I didn't understand it. It was a made up joint words and, and things like this. So, um, I think for me, um, Not saying keep it short and simple and sweet, but I would prefer that over and above over-complicating things.
0: Yeah, and I definitely think that, um, like, don't let it – hold you back for you know, sure I, I, I find a lot with you know even trying to start up businesses on my own you know mm-hmm. like I think that if you wait for the perfect name or you wait for the perfect idea and inspiration you'll never it'll you'll never, never start there. yeah it'll exactly. never be perfect no. it,
2: I, I've never ever met anybody that's that said right I've got all my all my uh, my ducks lined up everything's perfect I'm ready to go it never it, it's never happened I don't think it's ever happened in the history of mankind and it never will um, no I agree but just, but just <laughs> follows some basic fundamental and, and then get on with it uh,
0: definitely and so all right so we've got we've got a logo we've got a design that we like domain name so website i think it's probably the the next i guess sort of step i mean like website and social media is probably you know where i start
2: i think just before you get there let's just talk about the name a little bit more um in try not to make it too limited. Yeah. Um, as far as you know, if you're a if you're a you know a plumber and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm going to be a plumber on the Gold Coast. Calling yourself something Plumbing Gold Coast is fine, and it might last you. It might last you forever, but you're four years, five years into your business and you start thinking, Hey, I might franchise this thing or I might sell an area in Brisbane. You're going to struggle selling plumbing services in Brisbane if your name's Gold Coast, you know? So think about that way. Um, You know, think about the bigger picture. I always say this to, you know, literally everyone that I've ever met, think of the end goal. Think of the saleability of it. Think of building this thing up. Yes, it's going to provide you hopefully a fantastic uh, way of a life, but, Think that in 10 years' time, 20 years' time, whenever, you actually might want to sell this thing one day. So, you know, Tony's plumbing services, yeah, great, but is the guy who's all going to be bought? It's going to be bought by another Tony. Exactly. And now there's exceptions to the rules. (laughs) Yes, Jim's mowing has done all right for himself, but also diversified into
0: different areas, though, ultimately, you know, just started to purchase and acquire different. Services, For sure. you know, kept kept the same name in gym, yep. which is everyone knows, but it goes from knowing to carpet cleaning to I'm pretty sure he washes my car. Oh,
2: everything, yeah, I don't think as much he doesn't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just you know, think think more broad and think think bigger when you're coming up with the name. Yeah,
0: and I think you you hit the nail on the head in terms of don't trap yourself into. Yep. A certain trade or a service because, yeah, right now that's where you might take it, you know, that's where you might be. But ultimately, you know, you could be, you could start off as an electrician and then in 10 years' time have a development company or something, yeah. you know. Like Your business name is not yeah. the
2: be all and end all of where you rank on search engine. Let that be known. I've heard yeah. that a lot. Oh, we called myself, you know, yeah. Pony's Plumbing Services in, in Helensvale because I wanted to rank well for that search term. No, that's not the. Because I think as well, anyone starting a
0: business today, which there'll be plenty of people doing, ultimately, you know, the internet has been around for a while. SEO has been around for a while. So I guarantee that you're not going to come in with something probably game changing that someone hasn't tried before already, so those location based services, location based business names used to be a really big thing, mm. you know, five ten years ago, and they were effective. However, now you know it's 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 much less much. effective. It's more saturated. Back you
1: know? when yellow pages knew it was alphabetical, <laughs> <it was> <laughs> yeah, hey.
0: and a book. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely think um, you know have have a bit of inspiration around it, but don't let it limit. I guess your start
1: mm. definitely. You know, yeah, yeah. Th- there's obviously exceptions to that rule, but you know, if if you're your own brand or your own electrician, you know Ross's electrician, yeah. You know, it is what it is. You mm. know, so you know, but yeah, don't don't let it hinder you too much as well. Yeah.
0: So, are we into website yet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Google my business. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Um, What would you do first, Tony? If if you were starting a business today, would you do a website or GMB?
2: If my business went live today... Um, I would reg- I would do my Google My Business because I can do that myself very easily.
0: <laughs> and you also know that it's probably going to take three weeks to get verified, so but you might as well get a head start. Plus correct, no correct.
2: So for me, ideally, prior to you going live with your business, I would recommend having this stuff done. Now, yep. very few people are ever going to do that. So it's very high up on the list is Google My Business, website, um, social media profiles, and directory listings, and they're they for me are the the main reason. Like I, I say this that you know, you imagine if you drive down the if you drive down the highway and you see a sign up there, uh, you know Tony's law firm, right? If you see that sign once and once a week or whatever else, you're going to slowly build that brand up, yep. all right? If you see Tony's law firm ten times a day, every day for the next. Three weeks, six months—that brand is going to get well known, more known to you, more trusted to you, just by default, right? So think of it the same way as Google. If Google sees Tony's law firm go live on a Google My Business, and that's the only profile online, there eh, you started that trust building process. But if you go and tell Google within you know twenty-four hours that here's Tony's law firm name, address, phone number, all identical across a, a bunch of trusted online platforms. Yeah. That tr- a lot of that trust can be built very very quickly.
0: Hmm. Definitely. And I think ultimately the sooner the better in a lot of those areas, you know, because sure. like long standing SEO trust building takes time. So I think the earlier you start that the Yeah,
1: and even the one, of the, one of the factors of, you know, SEO is is domain age, you know, that still plays some sort of percentage in there or portion. Yeah, which ultimately
0: links back to why naming naming and protecting your name and protecting your domain name is important mm. Mm. keep your passwords keep your th- keep your auto renewal when, you, when your when your credit card expires because ultimately you don't want to get 5 years down the track spending investing a lot of money into a a, a good ranking website
2: to then have it just disappear mm. yeah. <laughs> just on that one of the most one of the best apps I've ever <laughs> ever used in the in the in my forty two odd years is a password reminder app. There's a heap of them out there. I've only ever used one Dashlane, and and if it was five hundred bucks a year, I'd pay for it. The amount of times that I see people, oh, can you help me out with this? Or you know, I can't get into my Facebook account. Whatever, I've forgot my passwords. People, get yourself one of these apps. They are the well, best. I didn't
1: thing. know we had a sponsor for the podcast, but there you go. <laughs> we there do. There,
2: go. Dashlane. We're taking <laughs> taking sponsorships. Um,
0: no, look, I completely agree. Though, because ultimately, you don't think about it until you have to come and 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 get advice from someone, and then they need access to it, yeah. Yeah. like. And and it is it is like your crazy domains, password, username. Write that down because it's not going to change very often. It's all those Facebook. It's it's everything. Because keep,
1: keep yeah. in mind too, there are some pretty good tools built into you know iOS, for example. So Mac, um, you know, we are a Mac office here, and I am an iPhone user. So therefore, and I'm a Safari user of all all things. Uh, so therefore, for me, it's not the a problem, problem because Safari remembers everything that synchronizes across all my devices, Get and on. I never have a problem with it. You know, yeah. three and a half thousand. Password saved in there right now. Yeah. So, you know, it's – for me it's not a problem. And the other thing I really like about it is it's it's under fingerprint ID or it's under face ID. Mm. Yeah. So, so the potential of actually someone cracking it these days is, is – Got to chop you your hand off or, you know, do something else. Yeah. Yeah. So you're protected. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, that's um, there are some pretty good tools. You know, Chrome has uh, a – their own built-in one, which uh, synchronizes yeah. across yeah, there's all a, the browsers. An so if, you, if you run yeah. Chrome on, you know, iOS or Android or anything like that, so you've got that in there. Um, there's plenty of them. The, there are lots of them, and they are, for the better part, most of them are very, very safe. So um, they're probably safer than you writing them down or putting them in a spreadsheet. You know, forget those days. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you hack one password, you get access to three and a half thousand. Can you imagine? Yeah. So, like, if lot I, of yeah, if
0: I ever have to it troubleshoot anything for, like, let's say, mum. And it's a nightmare because I'm mm. like, what's your what's your username? What's your password? No idea. Yep. Great. Okay, so let's reset it and go again. Like yep. it's yeah.
1: <laughs> or on the other <laughs> invest uh, in those. On tools. the other hand, you like my parents that have the exact same password for everything <laughs> for both of them. <laughs> it's like, <laughs>
0: Have, have I not? Yeah, I get, get them all. Yeah, because a lot of the a lot of the software will generate passwords for you as well, so you don't even have to think correct, about it. You correct. To, and, yeah.
1: and yeah, we are you are obviously moving towards a safer internet, which you know brings in SSL certificates and also suggesting stronger passwords and things like that. So you will see that stuff. Like SSL is obviously a huge one now, but um, stronger passwords and predictions yeah. and things like that. You know, um, a, a good strong password in my eyes is sixteen characters or more, <laughs> which is a, long a lot to remember. Password, mm. Right, and that, I think. I think that gives a score of about ninety-five or something like that on the on the
2: strength index. So not bad. It's a lot. So what you're s- saying is I should update my Tony nineteen seventy-seven
1: password or password O one with a capital P. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, forget. Oh, you
2: yeah, so check it. capitals in there. All right. So just getting back to the um, the before I forget with the creation of you know Google My Business, um, social media, is your website, etc. Is with a new business a lot of work comes in. Word of mouth. Yeah. Right? That's what most businesses are built on to start with, right? Um, when somebody, you know, when somebody searches for you on Google, because let's be honest, if somebody says, yeah, I go and see Tony, he's the best fencing, fencing company around, um, no one's going, oh, yeah, and here's his mobile number or here's their direct number. Yeah. So then what happens yeah. <laughs> is he, the neighbour down the road, goes, oh, I'll give Tony a ring. Unless and it's a and, relative. Yeah, yeah, and he goes and searches on, uh, you know, on Google for, for Tony's fencing company and – you know, this is a way that you can help those. To, you know, that there's nothing worse than when somebody's actually trying to look for you when they can't find your phone number. Because yep. when they do type in, oh, I don't know what's he called, you know, ABC fencing, whatever else, and and a whole bunch of other fencing companies come up. Are they really going to, you know, push it to the to the point of coming and finding you? Yeah, don't make it too hard for them if they mm. want. You know, so because I mean, in
1: you know, like a lot no, of time, I'll, I'll yeah. just I'll just check Tony's price. Mm. Well, just yeah. make sure he's being honest.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately, that like word of mouth is is again, as you said, it, it's going to be one one of the strongest referral methods for all time. Yep. It, it, it's hard to topple, but ultimately it's it's only as strong as the person who's recommending it to that to that new client. So if it's a if it's a third friend three times removed, they're going to probably have a search of that name. 100%. And then yep. ultimately they're not going to try too hard to find that person. So if it's in the too high basket, they'll just move on. They'll yep. say, well, you know, ultimately, yeah. So I think that it's important to be able to dominate that first page. Yep. you know, with, with your own business name. Yep. Definitely.
2: Over all the audits that we've run, it's, it's rare that, you know, we come across and give everybody or give anyone, you know, five out of five as far as the, the, the brand online. Yep. And this stuff's pretty easy to do, but it is so, so important and powerful. So, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So we've – tackled Google. Also, if you do want to know more about Google My Business as well, we do cover it more in depth in our first episode, episode zero. So you can go and have a listen to that. Um, but moving on to the website. So there's probably some important you know, notes to when you're starting out a business, sort of what you need to nail on the website at the start at least.
2: Um, do you want to run this through those, Tony? Yeah, I get asked a lot. Um, you know, we get a lot of inquiries. Hey, I need a website. <laughs> That for me is, you know, and I understand that, but that's kind of like ringing a car yard and saying, oh, hey, how you going, guys? I need a car, all right? There's there's different horses for courses. Um, For me, the first question is, what do you want out of your website? What's the end goal with this thing? And I plant that seed that if you would like your website to rank on search engine, my recommendation is build your website on WordPress. There's a lot of options out there. Everybody's, you know, you only have to see on the Facebook community pages and posts that, you know, somebody's looking for a website and, and there's a thousand comments from, yeah. oh, I'll get, you know, my next door neighbour built one for $50 and blah, blah, blah. Yes, that website might serve that business very well, but typically like it's it's rare that you meet um, many businesses that wouldn't want their
1: what the Tony's just in a carton with a uh, a ringing phone in the podcast booth.
2: It's on silent.
0: Luckily, we don't um do cuts. We're just a one take band. Lucky. <laughs> um,
2: continue, continue. Um, yeah, so there's not many there's not many businesses that are around that wouldn't like to rank on search engines. Yep. So um, if you want that option, my recommendation. Built on WordPress, it, uh, what percentage is WordPress? Owned oh, of it,
0: it dominant. Like it dominates. I it's, think it's I anywhere from four, it is, it's anywhere, it it anywhere from forty to sixty percent of websites. It's that massive. Build on. Yeah. It's
2: massive. So it just, yeah, just crazy.
0: Which, and I mean, I understand the appeal of of other other websites that aren't WordPress because they are a little bit easier to build if you're mm-hmm. doing it yourself. So I mean, ultimately, you, I guess you've got to weigh up time versus
2: money, return on investment. Yeah, mm. <laughs> if if you if you don't but have the budget, the,
1: don't forget the objective too. You know, yeah. So, w- so yep. WordPress isn't. For everybody, you know, you know, a, a, a nice little boutique e-commerce store could be a Shopify, yeah, or Neto yep. or you know, any of those. There, there are definitely ones that suit people better than others, and you know, you know, the the appealing thing of you know Shopify, for example, is you know people love the dashboard. Yep, they love to see what what's happening and real time visitors and yeah, how absolutely. many sales I've got and yeah. all that. Pretty much all the platforms do that, but it's just in the way that it's presented, shown. Yep. uh, the the use, you know, the ease of use. So the um. User interface side of things, it, it's you know it's it's very well done and it's mm. hugely successful for yeah. many many reasons. You know, typically it's um it's quite good at ranking. You know, it'll rank quite well. Um, but yeah, but yeah, in, yeah.
0: in in that you know, in if we're talking e-commerce, I think that <clears> if you're looking for a bit of a budget start. Then you could easily just do WooCommerce for cheaper than Shopify, because yeah. you've got to pay for themes, you've got to pay for hosting. You've got to pay for hosting anyway for a WordPress site, but you yep. can you know, most just, of the time just, get away from
1: Just it so cheap. people understand that WordPress is what we call open source. So it is a free to use and modify software. Yeah. Um in in our case it's it's probably well, it is ninety-nine point four percent or something of the, the websites hosted on our servers. So yeah, no, for sure. it is a huge percentage. Um, yep. things like Shopify, when you buy them um, or, or you pay pay for them per month. They are hosted by Shopify, yeah. right? So you would just need to uh, provide yourself with an external email provider, yep. G Suite, Office Three Six Five, etc. Um, with hosting something like WordPress on, you know, something like our standard sort of servers, our, our web servers, um, you do get free IMAP emails with that hosting, or included yep. in the price of that hosting, uh, which is a great for a startup you know, a, a small business starting up and then, you know, once you you sort of get a bit more income and things like that, you can look at Office 365 and G-Suites and stuff like that as
0: well. Like on that note, I could not recommend – like even if you would – like so G-Suite is about $8.20 a user a month or $6 uh, six to $8 or the Outlook component which, again, depending on people's personal preferences, which one they want to use, that's about $7 a month just for just for a business email account. Yeah, There is – Absolutely no reason why you shouldn't, when you get a domain name and a website and a business that way, run at least one one email through either of those platforms. It will save you a lot of headaches and time in the future.
1: Yeah. It's all about deliverability. And, yeah. that, and that's something that, uh, you know, without waffling on about it too much and going too in depth with it. But when you're on a shared server, for example, you know, it, you might be 20, 20 bucks a month for your hosting, right? that server is probably worth thousands of dollars a month. So that means a multitude of people need to be on that server and on that server will be, you know, typically one shared IP address, right, between potentially hundreds of accounts. Um, That one shared IP address... If someone does the wrong thing via email, you know, sends out an email to 500 people from from an IMAP account, he's going to get blacklisted and trapped in spam filters and cause all sorts of things. Well, those problems carry on down to you. Yeah. Right? Unless you've got your own dedicated IP address. Now, that can be horrific and it can be really hard to work out sometimes. Yeah. Whereas when you look at G Suites and Office 365, they are a delivering machine. Like they are you know, guaranteeing deliverability. They're also guaranteeing privacy and, you know, they, they work for law firms, doctor surgeries, you know, whatever category your sort of your business is in, there's a pretty good chance they tick the box of it. Yeah. So, you know, you're buying deliverability. Yeah. And that is hugely important. You know, if one quote or one, you know, invoice doesn't go to, Oh, inbox and ends up in junk and gets missed yeah. what does that cost your business
0: and we hear, like we hear that on occasion you know that they're people sending quotes people sending invoices anything you know and they don't they go to yeah. junk yeah. you know because they're using you know a different sort of way to, to send emails and i
1: think we'll red flag something right now that's just happened to a, a, a new client is <laughs> test your inquiry forms on your website yeah, regularly yeah. <laughs> right we're just taking on board a new client um that uh had said to us, which which sort of threw up a red flag, that we'd never received a web inquiry, like a, an yeah. actual inquiry, a proper inquiry from our website. It's like, oh, okay, well, when was the last time you got one? Oh, somewhere between six and 12 months ago. Yeah. Okay, so That's let's just quickly test your inquiry forms. Sure enough, the inquiry forms were working, right, but their mail system, being a cheaper mail system, uh, was actually blocking them. Right. So So they're never getting web inquiries.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, ultimately (laughs) it's
1: like, what's that cost your business Mm
0: -hmm. in 12 months? You'll at least get, I reckon probably 12 spam inquiries at least. Trust me, people will find your business when you, when you go online. So if you, if you're not receiving any of them, go, I recommend testing them at least once a month. yourself. It's like a quiet puppy
1: is a naughty puppy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or a quiet kid (laughs) is not a good kid. You know, like (laughs) I'm learning that one very quickly. (laughs) 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 They're never quiet. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that's just a, a big one. But, you yeah, know, definitely. try to check your website inquiries and all that sort of stuff. Just have a quick five-minute look at your business, over, yeah. you know, your website side of things, you know, once a month or something like mm. that. And, um, yeah, we're, we're now using, you know, external providers to pass it through and all that sort of mm. stuff to, to guarantee that that's happening because it's just – it's getting more and more common.
2: Mm. Something well, that's easily overlooked. Your automation and everything else is fantastic. It's the best thing when it works. Yeah, <laughs> you got, got to do. Let's just get back to basics and go. Hang on. What, what yeah. are we? We're in business. How do we get business? Well, we have got to generate leads. We generate leads yeah. and inquiries. Let's check that we're getting them. Yeah. Absolutely. How much does that inquiry cost? Let's make sure that click to call button works. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. Just
1: simple things like
2: that. For yeah. Sure. That people just overlook. What was it? What was
1: they? the one yeah. we laughed about today? Was um, making sure your phone number is right on your website. Oh yeah. yeah that is amazing. so common. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yep. so common.
2: they are like, oh, that's not
1: my. And phone. and you know the problem is that your phone number can be in a multitude of places on a website, so it doesn't yeah. take mm. that much to get it wrong no. in the right spot. Mm. You know, yeah. and then yeah. you know you've got this chain reaction that you'll get all these, you know what would you call them bots you know or local search bots and things like that that are scanning websites and listing those on classifieds as such for you you know or directories yep. that then all of a sudden they scan the wrong number yeah like suddenly now you got 100 problems to fix you've now one. got 100 problems yeah. with it you know and 99 of them you don't have a login to no. <laughs> you know? yeah
0: and they're impossible to request
1: edits to <laughs> yeah. good luck so get it right yeah
0: so and i think uh, to some Summarize kind of like the the key important components to a website at the start. Ultimately, as you suggested, Tony, we we, we aim to build it on WordPress as a, as a
2: starting point. Well, I think really identify it's an, econo- it's an economical. Solution. Identify yeah. what you want out of that site. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and, and if search engine or Google comes to, springs into mind at all, yeah, yeah. look at WordPress. And then I think uh, the second most important step, which a lot of is
0: difficult, I think for a lot of business owners. And just on that,
2: sorry. The WordPress website doesn't have to be a $5,000 build to start with. No. You, know, you can build a, a half-decent WordPress website or a, actually a very decent web, WordPress website for $1,500, yeah. $2,000 and build on it. It's not yeah. It's not like, okay, that's it. I'm stuck with this thing for, you know, three, five years and now I've got to go and buy a new one. You yeah. add to it consistently. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a great start. And,
1: that, and that's a good thing. You know, that's something that, that people probably overlook is, you know, one of, the re- one of my favorite things about WordPress is that, you know, a, a small – locksmith in the corner can have a WordPress website, then you've got these Fortune 500 companies that have WordPress websites. Absolutely. So it can be scaled in an an enormous way. And, you know, the idea of WordPress and why we use it a lot is, you know, apart from functionality and lots of freedom and other things, is that you as the end user, you know, you don't have to be a web developer to be able to go in and write a blog or, you know, update a page or add some content or, you know, add some images. It's not rocket science. It's super, super friendly to use. And the more you use it, the better you'll get at it. Mm. Simple yeah. as that. It's yeah. like anything, you know. So, you know, you'll get faster and faster at your changes. And to be honest, you know, agencies and web developers and things like that, they don't want to be doing five-minute changes. It takes longer to write the invoice than it does to do the work. Mm. Yeah. So half the time they don't do it and it's it's kind of one of those things. So yeah. I would rather our customers know how to do it. Some people just simply aren't interested, right? And that's fair enough, you yep. know. Yep. They're good at what they do. We're good at what we do. Mm. Yeah, so absolutely. Bad. But I like that about WordPress. Mm. That I it think has that, that flexibility. I think know, WordPress, as use. it's
2: evolved, and, and as the user usability has evolved, there's a lot of people that are you know scared away from WordPress. They they hear that and they think, oh, you've got to you know yeah, you a, need to be able a, to an have IT IT genius, HTML. To able, yeah, exactly yeah. right. But it, but it's not the case now. No. So,
1: and even these days, we can use you know depending on the the customer if they want it or not. But we can use really friendly what we call page builders. Yep, it, it's like a drag and drop you yep. know element. You anyone know, so, can
0: be a designer. Anyone can be a developer. Yeah, that's
1: right. Mm. That's right. So we can even use, you know, really friendly ones like that. We obviously have our preferred methods of how we do things, and, and some of them do include those page builders. But, yeah. you know, th- there are some really good tools out there, but there are some consequences to those as well. Yeah, you definitely, know, definitely, definitely. Pretty much the easier you get, the slower your website's going to yeah, be. Yeah. And I mean, it's I'll, got so many more blocks with it and I'll, what we call render blocking.
0: Ultimately, whoever you approach to kind of, you know, to build your website should ultimately give you those. Those pros and cons they should be mm. able to consult you on what, what they think in their experience is the yep. best thing to do which is you know what we do with our clients and when, why we choose what we choose and mm. it's pretty easy to justify that to people when, mm. when you think speed about website speed and, unfortunately yeah,
2: exactly. the, I think yeah speed is absolutely everything the other thing is being able to take that like having that website as an asset so there's a lot of companies out there that will, and I've heard this a lot, um, that they're you know trying that they're, they're selling against WordPress for whatever reason, and I've never heard a, a legitimate um, reason to not build on WordPress. Um, but there's, not all, <laughs> but there's a lot of biased stuff you at all. there's a lot. Also co- sponsored by <laughs> Dashlane and, <laughs> and <laughs> but there's Apple. A, there's a lot of companies who will custom build a, a you know a website that you can't take with you. So yeah. you go along to that company and yeah, yeah, you I say yeah, that. great. There's there's my there's my Super money. Annoying. You have a website built a year later you realise that, yeah, they're not the right fit for you and you call another agency, we get this all the time, hey, were we so-and-so, can yep. we come to you guys? Unfortunately, no, you can't bring that website with us. So, you know, keep that in mind as well that you want that yeah. website like an asset, like a suitcase. If you up and yep. leave, you want to be able to mm. take that with you.
0: And and expanding on that as well is that ultimately you want c- control over absolutely and, and it frustrates me to no end when people don't like people get taken advantage of in this space because ultimately it gives a lot of other agencies a pretty bad name but you want to have control over your domain name mm-hmm. you know you want to make sure that that's registered by you and that if anything ever changes your email is the one that gets contacted on that mm-hmm. not anybody else's and if it's in the too hard basket to register yourself
2: like get them to do it on your behalf like it's not yeah, hard yeah exactly sure.
0: and ultimately same with your website same with like it, at no point should should a company be able to if You parted ways tomorrow. Mm. Take your website with them, and and not and not give you any sort of control out of that because it's it's too like it's difficult to get back. So I think that you know you've got to really take advantage of.
2: You don't say to your mechanic, "Oh, listen, I'm going to go and take my car get service somewhere else," and he doesn't give you the keys.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or he just takes all four wheels off, (laughs) (laughs) so you can't drive it (laughs) away. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, good luck with that. You know, like, yeah, I think that it's definitely you know you got to. Just in those starting blocks, Mm. it really... You know, be diligent in, in sort of making sure that you have full credit. You know, full ownership. Yeah. And, and I like, understand a lot of people don't get domain names and all that sort of stuff online, so it can be a quite a. You know, they just go to someone and say, "Take care of everything." Yeah. But you got to check their work. You got to make sure that ultimately, in twelve months' time, you can you can For walk sure. away.
2: From and an I think entity. people also need to be aware that there are uh, you know telecom telecommunication ombudsman and people like yeah this, yeah that yeah ne- you know organizations or entities that you can go to if you feel that somebody's you know. Um, Holding you over a barrel, yep. just mm. you know, there are there are avenues to, um, you know, to go down to to make sure that you're not getting ripped off or conned. So yeah, and yeah. ultimately we aware. would
0: you wouldn't bring it up if you didn't see it. Mm. So you know, you just seen too many too many businesses sort it's of. Disa- it's
1: disappointing when you see that. You know,
0: oh, I, I just annoying. think you
1: know, what are you thinking as a business owner of you know whether it's another agency or whatever? But mm. you know, it's not yours.
2: No, not at all. No, you know, it's, just because yeah, you build it doesn't mean you own it.
1: Yeah, if they're at that point and they want to go away, then. Mm. You know, Yeah, and my, my philosophy
2: has always been if somebody leaves us if somebody leaves our organisation, that is not their fault. That is our fault. Yeah. Rightly or wrong, it's we have not done what they uh, perceive as the right thing by them or whatever. Um, yeah. So you lose clients out there, That that's on you. That's not on your client. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, there's no definitely. reason why you should be blackmailed to stay with anybody. <laughs>
0: no, so, absolutely not. So we've got, we've got a website. It's got beautiful content. And what I was going to touch on um, earlier before Tony interrupted me is um, when you have the website frame, ultimately, and this is a, this is a hard step for a lot of business owners because it becomes very time heavy. But ultimately, you want to have great content in your industry, and so being the expert a lot of the times for sole traders, for anybody who's who started an idea, got a product, got a service out there. Ultimately, you know you need to be able to put your experience and and everything that's inside your head. Out on a out on a document, and and from there you can pay someone to check your work and and make sure it's it's SEO friendly, and then put it online. You know, ultimately, just because you may not be the the greatest at writing or or, or you know getting those ideas across, there's other outlets that you can have to make sure that everything in your brain is on your website. Because that, I feel like that is probably one of the things that people struggle with the most. Yeah. that's why good copywriting services are out there, and ultimately, you know, it's a service that you can find. Mm. But you're never going to beat. Someone, you know, Google's pretty good, but I'll, like from, you know, from the horse's mouth is always going to be pretty, um
1: pretty, pretty powerful, pretty yeah. effective. Mm. Yeah. If, if only I could get what some customers were thinking, you know, or oh, the absolutely. knowledge that they had in their head about their business oh. onto blogs and things like that would just. Well,
0: I, that yeah, I, yeah. And I mean, not like, you know, insane. so many onboarding conversations that you have when you start to learn about a business and then, you know, they tell you a story of we used to, you know, we used to go we love motor, motocross and we love doing this and then ultimately we couldn't find a trailer so oh, you know my my years of experience in metalworks i went and started making them and then mm. we went to meets and we saw people with really nice trailers so we made them better mm. and now we sell them you know mm. like that sort of stuff that you want to you want to encapsulate mm. and 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 tell online so that you can help build that brand's image mm. yeah
2: i think for me the you know i get asked this a lot um when you know, about building a website, people will say to me, oh, I, I want something nice and clean, something simple. I don't want a lot of text, don't yeah. want a lot of content because nobody's going to read it." Um, this is something that I I must make clear that, you know, your your website. When you think about it again, the end goal for ninety five percent of businesses that I speak to would love for their business to rank well on search engine. Yeah. So you got to think, okay, what is search engine? What is Google? Google's crawling your website. It, it, it's you know the the. I won't say the only way, but the um, the, the major way that's going to find out what you do is by reading your content, is yeah. by crawling and, and reading and understanding. Google's a semantic search engine, it is learning more about you. <laughs> yes, keywords and key phrases and all the rest of it. So, your content, and I totally get that your website needs to look nice and clean and fresh for, for, for humans. But if your website does not have decent content in there, it's pretty rare it'll struggle. that it'll ever going to rank on search Yeah, engine. definitely. Your content is yep. so, so important. And,
0: and if you are concerned about a, a text-heavy website because, you you know, you've, you've, you're off it, you don't want that, you know, ultimately – there are other mediums like a video that you can have that will engage more people. You know, a, a, a two-three minute video or something, or you know, mm. on the homepage, images,
1: or, images broken yeah. up with
0: infographics, any like you know, any, or, like, yeah, you know there are ways and that's
2: the to art of a good web designer and developer yeah, to yeah. build a website that is going to be friendly for search engine, but also going to convert well for people. Yeah. And that's that's why people employ us to do <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Mm. Um, okay, so we've got a website; it's fantastic. We love how it is. Uh, I think next step: social profile files after google my business so
2: we've got you know your facebook your instagram linkedin mm-hmm. um, yep, so you Twitter, handles. everything for me social profiles include google my business yeah all right google my business again everyone sort of thinks yep socials taking a photo of a job that they've just done they are going to go straight to socials totally get it they go to facebook instagram um google my business is the king of all social profiles yep. because it is social we can post on there we can upload you know and, and highly recommend it once or twice a week um Think of Google My Business as a social media profile. Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, and then, yes, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. For me, um, again, create these social media profiles, the ever-important name and address and phone number, Um but also when you've create, it's kind of like a checklist. You know, when I talk to business owners and I go through my audit or I'm talking to them, you know, what about socials, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we've got that. Like, yeah. it's, like it's a we checklist done. We know we need to have done. Or They'll say to me, yet yeah, got, got Google my business. They haven't put a post on there in three yeah. years, but they've got it. So <laughs> just because you've got it, and I use this analogy a lot, you might have a lawnmower sitting in your shed. Unless you ever pull it out of the shed, you're not necessarily going gra- to have short grass. Yeah, your grass so isn't just getting- because you've got a Facebook page – you know, done doesn't mean that it's actually going to work for you. So, no, for sure, um, I would strongly recommend. You know, even just if you, you know, ha- time is is usually the, the you know, one of the uh, um, the major reasons why somebody's not that active on these things. Is is pick two of them. Be active on Google My Business and Facebook. Yeah, be active on them or, very well.
1: Or use you know the power of technology there's software you know things like Hootsuite oh yeah ultimately (laughs) you can you can cross post I think there's even a free plan but you know it might have three or four accounts or something like that which is all you need for a long time but Mm. you know even their big plan I think is like $17 a month where you create the post and you push it across all different platforms now obviously the more in depth that you want to go with that posting side of things is you know you can do specific things only on Instagram Or, you know, obviously video content on something like Snapchat or TikTok, you know, whatever it may be, you know, you can obviously break that apart later on when you've Mm. got more time and, you know, all the resources. Mm -hmm. But in the short term, you know, something as cheap as that, you know, as simple as, Mm. you know, Hootsuite and there is plenty of them out there, um, you know that's, that's a good tool as well. You know, yeah, you definitely. can do that one post in five minutes and send it to five or six platforms.
2: Yeah. Yep. But you can, yeah, you could have, um, you know, you could have one social media platform working well, mm. um, and giving you a better return rather than having five or six profiles. and Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely.
0: And I think, um, on that as well. So I, I, people find a lot of, a lot of the times a barrier is I don't know what to post or, you know, I'm, I'm not very good at this. What do I do? Mm. I, I, I keep it very simple for people and recommend is it relevant to your industry is it relevant to your business mm. make a make a post about it yeah ultimately if you just finished a job do a, do a two three sentence wrap up yep. Yep. it doesn't have to be you don't have to be the next meme lord or you don't have to be the next huge account with 4 million followers. It's just simple.
1: Yep. A good, a good, a good example simple. of that, you know, like let's look at one of our clients, maybe like um, Aqua Pontoons, for example. Yep. They, they sell pontoons, floating pontoons that go at the back of your house on a waterfront property. They're pretty boring, <laughs> right? <laughs> They're a floating box, <laughs> right? You, the boat's the exciting part that you tie up to yeah. it. But <laughs> you kind of need this to have the boat, <laughs> right? Um, for Aqua, it's about posting, you know, jobs that have happened, Yep. right? Which gives the perception, well, not even the perception, but it is the the reality that they're busy, right, which Mm. creates this sort of environment that they're, you know, they're a go-to, you know, same with Superior Jetties and all the others, you know, it is, you know, it it just perceives you to look busy. So the content, oh, I don't know what to post. Well, post about what you're actually doing. Yep, Mm. absolutely. Right. Yeah, no, so, done yeah it and, you're, people it's think, very, and yeah, you're proud of it's it. Yeah, it's that simple. People like think their work simple.
2: is their work is boring, but but, yeah. but for somebody who's just bought, a, you know, bought, just bought a new property and the old the old Dunga pontoons a bit, or doesn't even have one, these people are interested and excited about. Floating boxes. Yeah. So when yeah. they're searching and they and they see a website and they see all your socials attached to it and they click on a Facebook and they see that somebody from two streets away has just installed one and blah, 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 it makes them look real. It, it gives them that, you know, yeah. that that trust that, hey, this company is working in the area.
1: It, it might even be that thing, you know, you've been thinking about it for two years mm. yep. and then you see one you go, yeah, that's the one. That's sure. It's, it's yeah. time, it's time, you know, that yeah. might be just the trigger. Point. I, yeah. I say this
0: to people a lot as well, is that like for some trades, for some businesses, for some products – yeah, a customers going to see you once and buy. Mm. But for a lot of high value purchases that someone's got to think about, they might not know that they need a pontoon or mm. for anything for three years. Yep. Yep. It's not a problem in their mind. They don't know that yet. So if they come across and they're having a browse and they they discover you online and they follow your social medias and then there you are. You just keep popping up. Mm. All it costs you is time to make posts. Mm. And then in three years' time, they go, "Oh, who's who? Do, who do I always see posting about this product? Mm. Okay, I'm going to go to them. I'm going to give them a mm. call and find out from there." Like. So, the lead, you know, your customer may take five years to get to you because mm. depending on what the product is. Yeah. So you need to make sure that you're trying to be front of mind the entire time. Yeah. Because if you go real strong for two years and then drop off, they've you know they've forgotten about
1: you. And another good example of that is you know like see what helicopters for example, a client of ours that you know we post about you know every day we post about people enjoying it, the, the yeah. sights that you see and all that sort of stuff. So when that person thinks, you know, or they hear a helicopter or they see a helicopter or they, hey, let's go and do that finally, you know, they immediately know who to go to. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it's, it's just this, you know, reinforcing of, but, you know, th- that is the common problem is, what content do I post? Yeah, post what it is you're doing. Yep, <laughs> and you know if, if you're even if gonna, it is yeah. boring, it is it's gonna trigger. It could potentially trigger someone, even if it's one person a year or one every ten years. Doesn't matter. You know if it's gonna potentially trigger that one person to go, you know what? Yep, I'm I'm ready for that product now. I've thought about it. Shit, I forgot all about it. Yep, you know now I've remembered it. Here it is. It's that's it. that's what it can be and that could potentially be a yeah. you know in, in a pontoon world you know $25,000 which is the average
2: pontoon 100%. I think the um The thing that we've got to remember with social media is that you want interaction, you want engagement. So ask questions, get people to comment on there. It is hard. It's not an easy thing to do by any stretch, but rather than just, you know, rather than just forcing people to, to, you know, to see your content, think about, can I ask a question? Can I get them to engage? Yeah, definitely. Polls. And,
0: and we will, we'll get our social media specialist Bianca on in a later episode to go really in depth into social media when, when it comes to apps that you can use design apps, everything that you can do to take social media that one step further when you're doing it yourself Mm. because ultimately, you know- If if every business owner could afford to just pay people to do it, then that'd be fantastic. But ultimately, a lot of people are in the
2: same boat where they you know they've got to do these things themselves, which yep. is completely fine. Mm. But ultimately, and we yeah. recommend all of our clients that are paying us to manage their socials, we still recommend for them to, oh. to be active on there. You exactly, know, it's, it's yeah. their it's social business, media yeah. p- pages. And the more and profiles, you post, the so better.
0: Like ultimately, yeah. you know, if we had people posting every day and, and and doing stories and things like that, it's only going to help your branding in yeah. the long
1: term. Mm-hmm. And, and some cool. people just but you know the the flip side is some people just aren't comfortable, so they just flick that through. Yep. yep. You know, and, and you know, there's not really a time limit on it, so we can, you know, use that later on in the schedule or yeah, you know exactly. whatever, yep. fit it in wherever it may, may work. Photos but, here, photos there, you yeah. Know, if you're a lawn mower, you know, do pictures of lawn porn, you know. Mm. That's a common one. Good looking yeah, turf, you know. Yep. Yep. Like it's awesome. Yep. You know? I, I say that one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, you know, like that is perfect. Yeah. That is absolutely perfect. Get you get know, patterns this is there. a dry lawn, this has got, you know, bindies, this is the worst, this is how you fix it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Tips. Water it. Yeah. Weed and feed it. Whatever it may yeah. be, I don't know what it is, but you know <laughs> what I mean. But they're the sort of things that a lawn guy can talk about. Mm. You so know, give,
2: a pool, give, a pool give guy can away. Do. Give, I mean, we're 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 big on this ourselves as why We do what we do. Yeah. Um. Give stuff away, people. You know, it's mm. it's not always about oh this customer has done this or whatever else. Like. Yeah, as you said, with, with lawns and whatever else. Now we're coming into the, the warmer seasons. Now we're coming into bug season. This is how you protect it, whatever else. Exactly. You, yep. you you know and understand your business. You do it every day. Give that information out there. Become the authority in your industry and people will respect you for it and one day maybe do some business with you or yep. at least give you the opportunity because, to.
0: Because I think that – Or talk about you to yeah, a Yeah, exactly. Like it's, impor- yeah. it's important to note that like huge leading brands – you know that a they didn't start that way and b they may not necessarily be better than anybody else but what they do is they get in front of customers they just more just do it. Better. Yeah, they get in front of people more often hmm. and so they they are perceived as 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 the dominant brand. Hmm. You know, the more so you post, the industry. more you do a lot of things, it's just people will start to see and perceive you as a more Dominant brand yeah. without actually for you having to physically go and and get more jobs or get more busy. Mm-hmm. You know that's it's it's a simple sort of you know equation in that in that sort of space. Mm. Okay, so we've got social media profiles, websites, domain. Uh, I believe the next step, I think, which is important for a lot of people, is reviews. Definitely for perception, word of mouth, everything like that is sourcing. You know, once you have completed some jobs. Google ask. My Business, Facebook. Just
1: ask. First. Ask for reviews. That's all you got to do. By and if it was one of those customers yes. that probably wouldn't give you a big rating, then maybe don't ask. But you know, y- you can control the negativity yeah, in a way. Yeah. when you're you start know, out for sure. Um, like we, we discussed on, on the previous episode about GMB is, you know, there, there's tools that we've created for people to be able to send reviews automatically after they finish a job or whatever, yeah. you know, and that star rating might be one to four stars goes to a feedback form, five stars takes them to Google my business for a review or Facebook or something like that. Yeah, so no, a, a, that just means simple, that we yeah. don't – it's not necessarily that we don't want the negativity but, you know, that that is feedback and we're just trying to control it. Yeah, which than it being a public, you, a public forum, it's it's controlled in, in-house. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, potentially gives you the opportunity for something that you might not know about. If you've got a heap of field workers, you know, to question more, find out why, how do I fix it, okay, what do I need to address with the staff and yeah. and go from there. So it does potentially open the doors, but um, asking for reviews mm. is, is a big one and yep. having that right mindset right back at the start when you start this business or, yeah. you know, even if you've been going for a while snap that change, get into it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Create a template in your phone that's asking for a review with the link. And then when you finish a job, send, send the contact a text. I guarantee in pretty much yeah, in 2020, I reckon every job contact is probably a a mobile phone. It's probably not a landline, but you know, you, you just send the text message, you know, you get a lot more of an open rate and, and when you're ready to take the step of you don't, you no longer want to send that Text message yourself. Well, then you can talk to companies about automation. You know, yep. there's a lot of yep. things that yep. we do for people. So, yeah, I think that for the start, you know, get a template, make it simple. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to create some script every time. You can just make it nice and easy. Get get some reviews, and ultimately start to build that social proof.
2: Mm. I think we I think we uh, we spoke about this in the um, in the previous podcast, but there's over ninety percent of people. So there's various studies being done on this. It's so over 90% of people surveyed will read reviews prior to calling your business, yep. visiting your website. Yep. Um, and numbers and are think, astounding. And I think so,
0: out of that number is that 9 in 10 people consider a re, like a Google review as, as high a standard as a close friend's word of mouth review. Yep. Which you, like you can't really argue with that. Or, no. You ex- know, you've got to try and utilize that as as much
2: as you can. Exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, those little those little yellow or orange stars that you see on Google My Business, they are they are gold. They are literally gold. Um, yeah, get them.
0: And then I think finally, just for I guess the foundations of you know your you sort of digital presence, um, I think blogs on your website was um, probably one that we just missed when we spoke about websites. But I think it's another sort of important component that some people do miss. Content, content is key. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, an awesome. and I think the the understanding behind that is, yes, content is king and who's the content for. And there's a lot – if you talk to digital marketers, you know, I see this a lot that, you know, your content should be written for for humans, it should be written for people. I'm going to go out and say <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with that because my, you know, my understanding is if you write a book, all right, you could be the world's best author. And if you write a book and stick it on your table in your office and no one ever sees it, what's the point of it, right? So for me, most people that I speak with, they're business, uh, the you know, the orientation of their business is that they could and should rank on search engine. So when an incoming lead or somebody who needs them and needs, needs a solution goes to Google to find them, they want to be found on a search engine. So the blog for me, and I'm not saying you write it purely for search engine, but that should be pretty important when it comes to yeah. writing that blog. Understanding that, you know, a web page is, you know, what's the number? I think it's a... Um, Minimum uh, a thousand words. Yeah, but there's a big percentage of pages that rank, you know, one through to three on search engines, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the, the numbers don't lie. So if yeah. you're going to write a blog and you're thinking, well, somebody, you know, a person's only going to want to read maybe you know 300 words, and that's that's happy for them. Search engine wants you to write at least a thousand words. Yeah. So I understand, for me, if I write a blog, if I write a blog for Media Booth. My goal is to write that blog content and have that rank on search engine one day if somebody wants to know about whatever it might be. Yeah, Google the My foundations Business. Foundations of business. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care if no one reads it. The, l- be, the little,
1: you know, caveat to that is, you know, if you write a good enough blog, it's going to tick all those boxes.
2: Yeah. Right. For if sure.
1: it's good enough content about the thing that you're writing about, then you shouldn't have any problems. Mm. No. Optimizing it. it to, you know, around some keywords and things like that, you know, without stuffing it full or keyword spamming or trying all these black hat tactics. Um, you know, if you naturally write something good that's relative to what you're talking about, it's good information. Traffic will come. Mm. Images, information. It's improvise. just the thing. Yep, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. But, I you know, think, yeah.
0: It's definitely something that, and and again, yeah, this is the foundation. So if you're starting a business, ultimately, if you're five to ten years down the line and cash flow is not no longer as big an issue, but you want to start taking that step more online, and you and you there is a little bit of the budget to allocate to blog writing and to doing that content outside of your business, then go go and do it. Mm. You know, for for a lot of startup businesses, yeah, there's not a lot of cash flow to go and do it. So a lot of it's on on the you know the sweat of your brow. Mm. But you know, if you are a bit more established, then there's no reason why you shouldn't sort of look into sort of services to try and boost. Your profile. If you don't have the time to do it yourself, Hmm. for sure, definitely.
1: Um, So the last couple of things that I'd like to touch on, you know, from a from a business point of view, is uh, bookkeeping and your accounting package. You know, an accountant.
2: I'm going to interrupt. (laughs) Sure, directories. We, yes. didn't. we did. So very, very quickly, when you're creating a Google My Business and your your website and your social media profiles, um, we have a free download under yep. our um, knowledge booth yep. of the 40 of the yeah, Australia's t- yeah, top, top trusted uh, free directories. I think there might be one of them that's now charging, so I have to <laughs> apologise for that. I'll find out which one it is and remove media it. I had somebody call me last knowledge. week and said, these people are starting to charge <laughs> me. Um, but, yeah, so get your business name, address, and phone number, listed on those directories. Yes, good one. Done.
0: Yeah. And make a note if ones do need passwords and, and, mm. and everything like that because you may change your phone number one day. So yep. just mm. just be careful. Yep.
1: <laughs> and a good way a good little tactic there is, you know, maybe set up a free Gmail account or something like that or hotmail account. Yep. yep. And just use it for that, you know. Let's be honest, they're probably gonna bombard you with crap that you don't really need. Yeah. But, you know, Having it all go to a central account that you know you can always just log in with that one one account, then great. Really good idea. Yeah. Um. So we'll try and move on now. So, um, <laughs> book, it's a very important part: bookkeeping, uh, accounting packages. You know that sort of stuff. Proposals: how you send out your quotes and all that sort of stuff. Um. You know, you've obviously got tools like Zero and Myob and you know Reckon and lots of others. QuickBooks, everything. QuickBooks, you name know, it. There's plenty of them. Um is getting some advice around that, getting the right one, getting quotes out. You know, for me, when, when we first started, you know, I was using zero, and I was doing all my quotes out of zero because that way I could track it all and, you know, that's sort of how I followed up and yeah. did things like that. So, um, but, you know, today we still use that system. We use it in a completely different way, mm. but it, it's sort of been able to adapt to our business. So uh, that's been a huge one. And setting up the proper bank accounts.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah.
1: Business bank accounts, things like that. Which obviously you can't do that until you've got your, your ABN side of things and the company structure set up properly, because yeah. they will want you know proof of that. Um, but that sort of, I guess, sits in 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 the top section. That's probably obviously one of the first things that you want to do if you want to get paid. Yeah. Um, but get onto the the accountant slash bookkeeper sort of scenario early. Get some good advice around that, and there's plenty of guys that will have a 10, 15, half an hour conversation with yeah. your initial consult. I'm sure you'll find someone, interview them. Um, I'm a big fan of, you know, accountants and things like that. I think if you have a average or mediocre one against a really good one, can make a world of difference in a business, mm-hmm. you know, Definitely. and think- not from tax mitigation purposes but just in, you know, Andy, for example, our accountant, you know, the conversations me and that guy have are just – they're awesome. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're fantastic for the business that, yeah. you know, if I wasn't having those things, I probably wouldn't throw ideas at him and text him something stupid and say, hey, is this a good idea? And, you know, he says, yes, if we do it like this, it is. You know, if we do yeah, it like yeah, that, it's definitely. not. You yeah. know, so it's just, you know, find that find that account and all that bookkeeper or, or the, the hybrid approach both um, that you really click with, you know, yeah. whether it's, you know, the same age or similar age or whatever. But, you know, you just got to have, you know, them as you're backing and you know you, you'll lean on those people more and more and more the more business goes on. Mm.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I think definitely. definitely if your accountant doesn't doesn't at least wow you once or twice a year with some information or something um, have a chat to them and say this, this, this is my expectation <laughs> yeah. um, I want you to wow me a very, a very, a very, yeah exactly right you know make them earn their keep I mean geez yep. people do it to us don't they yeah, hey absolutely. we're paying you for SEO and you know we want to get more and more inquiries whatever else do the same with your accountant don't get lazy with these people you know mm. they, they will because it's the old thing. If you don't ask a question and they're happy just doing what they're going to do, you know, a very successful um, sits in. A very successful uh, uh, friend, family member, actually of of mine, um, told me one day that he doesn't keep his account for longer than three years. Yeah. <laughs> his words are they get bloody lazy after that, so you find a new one. So you know, find what works for you. Um, the other thing I'll quickly, I'll very quickly say. Is that it's never too late to actually get this stuff sorted. Yeah. I've met too many business owners that they're they're all you know they're happy and jovial and we're talking and we're having a laugh and then it comes to the okay who, who looks after you, your finance side of it, accountants and you see them just go pale and you know then the truth comes out. Oh yeah, and, I'm
1: doing my best myself. Yeah, yeah. Or, cool. or,
2: or no, I haven't done it. <laughs> I haven't Hope done it. For, <laughs> haven't done it for three years and I think I'm going to owe hundred and fifty grand or the rest oh, of it. God. I'll be straight up. That doesn't go away. It doesn't get any nah, better. Just compounds. Yeah, (laughs) the the best thing you can do is uh, (laughs) is actually nail it on the head. Go and action a plan, talk to your accountant, talk to the ATO and get it sorted and start working out a plan Yeah, because it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not going to go away. No. So Never. ever, exactly. It's only going to get worse and worse the longer that you leave it. So at least if you know what you're up against and where you're at, you know where you are
1: at. And, th- and that's probably, and options. That, that's probably something that, um, you know, I got taught early on in business and, and many, many years ago, but, um, the way that I structured money coming into accounts, and this is probably getting a little bit in depth, and we could definitely talk to Andy in that on, on a future yeah. podcast about mm. this. But every cent that came into my bank account, into the business bank account, fifteen percent of that got put into a GST account, yeah, right. Yeah. Which I knew at the end of the month or the quarter, whatever you do in your basses, um, that I had enough money there for bass. Yeah, when I did payroll, that I transferred the super and the tax from pay, f- from every payroll straight mm. after into that account. I knew that I could pay super. I could yeah. so getting getting yourself a, a, a really, you know, I don't even call it unique, but just a, a common sense approach to that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, right. Is you know, oh, but I can't afford that. Well, look, if if you really, really, really need it, it's sitting there in the account. Mm. Yeah. If you need to dabble into it every now and then, then you can. Mm. Right. Yeah. You pay it back, but it just gets you into this habit of not, you know. A false economy, almost. You know, looking at yeah. your main account and thinking, "Oh, great, there's some money." In there. The worst but thing you can do is yeah, have hey, I owe one account. Half of it.
2: Oh, yeah. The worst thing you can do is have one account. Yeah. And so many people are doing it. You're not alone. Like, you know, there's yeah. so many people doing it. Yeah. Have three accounts. Have four accounts. Whatever, yeah. and separate them and start uh, using them. That
1: absolutely. Way. And you know, like, typically with a business bank account, you will get a main account and a GST account. Yeah. Yeah. If they ask you if you want that, you absolutely say yes. And yeah. yes, you're right, Tony. I have multiple accounts. You know, we probably have somewhere around 15, mm. right? And <laughs> But they're all for reasons, yeah. Right, they're all for structured reasons, and it can be silly things like. The way that you handle cash flow, but you know, you might have a big project that's bringing in a hundred thousand dollars, right? And it's paid in five installments of twenty grand. Yeah, right. Well, that twenty grand, you don't just leave in your main account to get absorbed by cash flow and you know used yeah, on yeah. other things. Is you put fifteen thousand of that away and you trickle feed back in that fifteen thousand yeah. over the next four weeks until your next progress payment, yeah. something like that. But having a bit of an idea and a structure to cash flow, right, mm. is is something that. You know when I, when I learnt it and I got it right, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, and sure. I think the thing is that you know, how, we, did, I, how did I ever What's do it, it before? Yeah, small business thinks I'm oh, business only turn over you know, fifty grand, hundred grand a year. Once I, once I get my business are turning over two hundred, the the problems real, just on a bigger scale. Well, yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. That that was my point. Your business turns over half a million dollars, a million dollars in a year. You still got one single account. You're just going to end up in so much more trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah. So but it's just like personal
0: budgeting on a bigger approach. It's it like oh, for me, it's like I know that my car rego comes around every year, but instead of paying – one lump sum of $800 when I get the bill, it's yeah. like I put a little bit away a week. Yeah. And then, then the problem's not so big yeah. because weekly chunks of, of, of X dollars is a lot better than the $800 yeah. and I haven't thought about it's, it for it's a, a, a year.
2: Kill, it's a killer of a lot of businesses. There's a yeah. lot of successful businesses out there that have taken that sort of two to three, like uh, there are numbers out there that get bent around. I don't know the exact figures, but it's something in the vicinity of over 80% of businesses started today will be gone in the first two years. Like the numbers yeah. are atrociously yeah. against you. And these are all factors that go into it. So Actually, got nothing to do with how good you are at your business. Yeah, you could be the best brickie, the best accountant, the best whatever around. Yeah, but this stuff comes back and haunts you and kills you in five or six years' time because you didn't pay attention to it mm. when you when you could have. And, and you know yeah. what I mean. So it's you know you got to look at all the things that, that can kill your business and and make sure that you're not going to get hit by. Yeah just,
1: yeah, just get a structure. Yeah, just that, that's a lot. And we that's we will. My yeah. piece of advice is yeah. yeah, get a structure and stick to it.
2: Yeah, and we because,
0: will tackle. Yeah. The, you know those sorts of components more in depth in future episodes which I think a lot of business owners would probably get a lot of value out of yeah for, often, sure. for sure because you know you can talk about these things for hours you know mm-hmm. but I think um, we've probably talked talked enough
2: for today <laughs> I think I've inter- interrupted enough for one <laughs> podcast
0: <laughs> so thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Knowledge Booth podcast we yes, do apologise for Tony's um, carton that he owes for the phone call in the middle Stupid um, but we will see you in future episodes to talk more things marketing, more things business. Thanks guys. Thanks.
1: Bye.